Deutsche Welle, learning by ear. Listen up, shape your future. Welcome to Learning by Ear and the last episode in our 10-part radio drama series, An Angel in Everyone, which has been looking at the lives of four teenagers and their attitudes to sexuality and risky behavior. Angela wants to give birth safely and plan a future with Pinto and their baby. But how, if they are both HIV positive? There is a way. Find out and tune into the last part of An Angel in Everyone. Here, Jamila, have another cookie. Your story is incredible. It's just like in a movie. What happened next? I beat him, Angela, and ran. What? Well done, girl. I had to get him off me. I'm sure he would have raped me. He stank of whiskey. Uh, how horrible. Just out of interest, did you draw blood? Huh? When you bit him, did he bleed? No, it wasn't that hard. Why? No, it's fine. If he had blood, then... Oh my God, Angela, you don't mean my uncle could have AIDS? Not AIDS. AIDS is the last stage when the immune system finally gives up. But anyone can be carrying the HIV virus and look perfectly strong and healthy. That's why paramedics, doctors, and dentists wear gloves, because HIV is transmitted through blood, even through saliva. And after being raped, a girl should get onto anti-HIV treatment within 72 hours. Thank God it didn't get that far. But my mom would kill me if she thought I was accusing anyone in our family of being infected with HIV. Oh, I'm sorry, Angela. I, I didn't mean... No, it's okay. But you see... It shouldn't be an accusation, Jamila. The fact is that in some areas as many as one in five is infected. We need to stop accusing and blaming and talk openly. Not all of us get infected because we did something. You're right. Girls get raped every day, sometimes because they're virgins. It's a sick idea some men have that they can cure themselves, and that is definitely not the girl's fault. Not at all. Or if you're given contaminated blood in the clinic by mistake. Everyone thinks it's only bad girls that get HIV. But I was a virgin, and you certainly are not bad. It takes one incident. I know, you're right. I also think you're so brave from a mouse that didn't even know what pregnancy looked like to a glowing mother-to-be. You know so much, you've just transformed Angela and become an angel. Yes, sweetie? I'll be going in for the cesarean on the 25th. That is in two weeks. And you'll be coming out when? If all goes well, within a couple of days. Well, everything is ready for our son, Amini. Where do you want this tablecloth? In the drawer, there. Uh, I mustn't forget my anti-HIV pills. Phew, let me sit down. Pinto, have you thought of what could happen to us in a few years' time? No, please, I don't want to think about it. I'm HIV positive. You are too. We might get sick and no longer be able to look after our baby. We need family. 
But the point is, my mom doesn't know. Nor does Uncle Billy. What are you suggesting? Tell them we are HIV positive? Oh God, no. They'll never speak to us ever again. <coughs> We're going to have to tell them, to prepare them. Our baby needs to be taken care of if anything happens to us. Angela, I can't. I want to, but I can't. There's a support group called Positive Living. Oh, not these touchy-feely sharing types. Please. They're not like that at all. How do you know? I met them at the clinic. There's several couples. One is HIV negative. The other is positive. A serodiscordant, they call it. Another couple, they're both positive, just like us. What do they talk about? All sorts of things. And they laugh a lot too. We could join them for a trial period. We need support, Pinto, from people who've had kids and already know what to expect. Parents living with HIV, just like us. I know, I know. Pinto, you have to look this virus in the eye and take charge. We can put off getting AIDS for many years if we're open and honest. Please, before it's too late, get tested. If not for yourself, if not for me, then for your son, it will change your life. Now, Angela, we know your CD4 count, but until Pinto comes in to get tested, we don't know how high or low his levels are, and we mustn't presume they're like yours. The man at the Positive Living Support Group said the same thing. I think Pinto is very close to coming in, nurse. He was so impressed at how happy and normal everybody was, and how people spoke so openly about their status. It's good to get him thinking, but no pressure. He needs to come in voluntarily for the full VCT, pre-test counseling, testing, and post-test counseling. If his test shows he has to go on two antiretrovirals, then you will be able to encourage each other and cook together and always <laughs> practice, practice safe sex. sex. <laughs> see, it's not such a long trip to come and see me. No, just 45 minutes. Hey, you look so huge. Pinto wants to call him Drogba because he kicks so hard. Here, tea is ready. I like your kitchen. It's a cute house, Annie. I agree. Thanks. So what's new, Annie? Jamila? Well, I found the AIDS helpline. No kidding. Why? Well, I was worried my mom would take her brother's side against me if I told her how he jumped on top of me. So I thought... Let me ask the AIDS helpline people for advice. And? The woman recommended a Muslim helpline, especially for women. I was amazed such a thing existed. It's good. We all need to know where we can talk safely, no matter what culture or religion we belong to. There's so many taboos everywhere. It's scary. I agree. And your uncle Imrad? He seems to have disappeared. <laughs> With a chunk of his right hand missing. <laughs> <laughs> Jet, my older boyfriend, he's disappeared too. She has so calmed down since she left that guy. <laughs> Jamila's happy because now we get to work together on our science project. Spike, 
You remember the guy, the taxi driver friend? Well, he got caught for cell phone theft, so everything is conspiring to make me focus on my metric. And Tom, you won't believe it. He's helping us on our project and keeping Annie on the straight and narrow. I keep them apart too. <laughs> I'm amazed. But Tom always did have a soft spot for you, Annie. And you for him. Strictly friends. Abstaining is like detoxing. I feel great. They say you should abstain for six weeks before getting tested. They call it a window period. Okay. Then I will. I promise. And Matilda's TV is broken, so no more soapies. Yes, poor Ma. But we're better off now. She's got a day job, and she can pay school fees, so that's a relief. And she's cooking for me again. We're getting there, girls. Living safely in a world of HIV and AIDS. And hopefully, my Pinto will go for VCT soon, too. Then we can plan for Amani's future. Amani, Faith, what a gorgeous name. He'll be an angel, just like you. Like I keep saying, there's, there's an, an angel, angel in everybody. <laughs> How did you know I was going to say that? Come, let me show you where he's going to sleep. He's so big, I can feel him kicking. That was the last episode in our drama series, An Angel in Everyone, written by Romy Singh. Learning by Ear is funded by the German Foreign Ministry and is available in six languages. Remember, if you want to hear any of the Learning by Ear programs again, please visit our website at www.dw-world.de.